Do you get sparks of inspiration or a thought or an idea that excites you? And just as quickly as the spark comes, it all of a sudden vanishes because of the things that you are quietly telling yourself one after the other. Well, in this episode of Happy Without Medicine, I'm going to be sharing on some of the things that you can do when you find yourself repeatedly talking yourself out of your big dreams and ambitious ideas. So enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. If you are anything like me, you are an idea generator. So whether you're driving or walking, whether you're doing the dishes, Maybe you're listening to a sermon or you are in the shower or while reading a book, you might generate several ideas a day. But just as many as those ideas are generated, they fade from being these brightly colored sparks of inspiration to eventually shades of gray and then eventually fading all the way to black until they're barely even a thought or a memory. Or maybe you're not like me and you don't generate multiple ideas per second, (laughs) but you might have one recurring idea that keeps popping up for you. But after a while, it fades into your memory, it pops up again, and then fades and then pops up again. Whether you generate multiple ideas or whether it's just one, if you haven't brought your ideas to fruition, if you go from being excited to being discouraged, it's probably because you are talking yourself out of this idea. Some of the thoughts you might have are things like, it's going to be too much work and I don't have the time or the energy for any of that. You might think, who do I think I am to pull something like this off? You might think, okay, I really want to do this thing, whether it's an event, no one is going to show up. You might think, I won't get a response from this email or this reach out, so what's the point of even trying? You might think, it's going to cost me too much or... I won't find the right team to help me or I won't be able to afford a team to help me. You might think it's not going to turn out exactly the way that I want to. So why even bother? You might think the people who show up are not going to like the end result. I'm going to end up getting bad reviews. So what's the point of trying? You might also think I won't have the staying power to keep consistent. So I'm not even going to bother trying in the first place. Do any of these thoughts sound familiar? And if you're thinking, Yuande, how do you know? Are you in my head? Well, it's because I've been there. A few days ago, I had a spark of inspiration to start a book club. It's a book club I'm 
working towards starting. And it's centered about a book that I read that I thought would be so, so good for students to read. So students, meaning teenagers, secondary school, high school students. And as soon as I had the thought, I experienced about five minutes of excitement. And then the thoughts that I have just listed above started to show up one by one. And before I knew it, my excitement had dissolved (laughs) to discouragement. But the thing is that I realized what was happening in the moment. I actually could identify what was happening. And I did a few things to overcome that discouragement. And that's what I'm going to be sharing with you in this episode. First of all, like I said, I realized what was happening. I realized that a dream and a desire that I had was being pushed aside. And it was being pushed aside by that part of my mind that doesn't entertain change simply because of the fear of failure, the fear of being embarrassed, the fear of being shamed. Let's just keep things the way they are. Let's just keep things the status quo because if people don't show up, if things don't go the way you envision, it's going to be very embarrassing for you. Our minds, like I say, have been designed primarily to keep us safe and to keep us secure. And so as I realized that my mind was just doing exactly what it was supposed to do, it helped me realize that, you know what, this is just the first step that happens anytime I get an idea that pushes me out of my comfort zone. So the next thing I did was I switched to the things that I was imagining. So my imagination at that time was centered around things not working out. <laughs> so I was starting to picture the faces of the teenagers looking bored. I pictured no one showing up for the sessions or the book club. I pictured things not working out the way that I wanted them to. But I switched my imagination to actually thinking about how things would work out. Instead of picturing the students being bored, I pictured them enjoying the book. I pictured them participating in the discussions. I imagined them having their minds transformed by the activities and the assignments. I pictured them creating trusting relationships with each other and also with myself. I pictured the evolution of leaders and the ripple effect that that would come from the small group of about 12 students that I imagined in the cohort. I pictured them graduating. I pictured a different cohort. And I pictured how their confidence grew from week to week participating in the book club. And of course, I pictured and imagined myself having an amazing time with these students. So instead of imagining the negative, I switched it around and started to imagine the positive. Next thing I did was I grabbed my journal and I wrote down the idea and I listed all the things that I needed to do in order to execute on the idea. I identified the actionable steps and picked the next one, which was ordering the books. So I ordered 12 hard copies of the books for the students. So writing everything down made it clear like, okay, this actually can happen. These are the things that I need to do. I picked the next actionable step and I took action. I ordered the books then and there. The next thing that I did, and this is very important, is I brainstormed who I would like to help me get this idea off the ground. 
Would I need a co-facilitator for the book club? Would I need to contact a member of the school board that I had in mind? Maybe a teacher, maybe a principal. I also thought I could rope in my assistant for my practice to help create a workbook based on the ideas in the book. She's very good with graphic design. So I thought, okay, maybe I could get her on board, get her to listen to the book and maybe create a workbook based on the ideas. Uh, With every idea, it is so important for us not only to focus on how it's going to get done, but who we need to bring into the plans in order to execute. And for someone like me who really enjoys working solo, this is often a challenge. However, what I have learned is that once you find the right person, once you find the right who, the pathway becomes so much easier. It might take a little bit of extra work and effort to train somebody up front or trying to communicate your vision and get them to see things the way that you want them to see them. It might take a little bit of effort, but the right person will definitely make your vision go a lot further than you ever can all by yourself. The next thing that I suggest, if you find that you are often talking yourself out of big ideas, is to communicate your idea to someone. Tell your idea to someone. In this case, it's going to be my assistant. And I offer that you will be very particular about who you share your idea with. Of course, now I'm sharing it with you, so I'm sure you all will keep me accountable. But I've discussed in previous episodes the importance of accountability and the importance of support, especially when you are going for goals that seemingly are beyond your reach. It's important to be wise, like I've said, about who it is you'll be sharing your idea with, because the last thing you want is a dream killer feeding your idea a toxic poison that will kill it before it even has had a chance to sprout. So tell someone about the idea. Make sure it's someone who can keep you accountable, but not someone who will continuously sow seeds of doubt that will prevent you from going for your goal and from expanding your dream. The next thing that I often do when I'm executing on a plan is give yourself dates and give yourself milestones. I mentioned writing down a list of all the things that you need to get done. Put some dates beside them, whether it's a month from now, three months from now, two days from now. What are the things that you want to get done along the way and set yourself some dates? Give yourself some milestones. The nice thing about milestones is checking them off feels so, so good. Beyond writing the list down, the pathway of what you need to do, the list of things you want to do, give yourself some dates. Write them down because having the dates puts a little bit of pressure, a little bit of urgency And of course, beyond writing the dates down, putting them in a planner, especially if you're someone who plans week to week, will definitely increase the chances of you getting the work done. And finally, have a visual representation of your goal. If you are a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that I'm a big fan of vision boards because having a visual representation of that goal, whether it's for me, the cover of that book, whether it's for me, the a picture of myself with some students, 
(laughs) that I pick off the internet. You know, usually my vision boards are not always pictures of myself, but pictures of people who have done the things that I want to do. So having something like that in front of me will keep me inspired and motivated to take the steps required in order to make this dream a reality. As a high achiever, perfectionism, which often manifests as procrastination, is really what ushers our big dreams and our ambitious ideas into a space of obscurity. But I want to offer that taking imperfect action and realizing that things probably aren't going to work out the way you want them to the first time around and realizing that you are going to have to iterate and do things over and over again before they come out the way exactly you want them to, it's going to take time. In fact, I offer that you should expect that things won't work out necessarily the way you want them to the first time around. We need to get rid of perfectionism in order to make progress when it comes to our big dreams and our ambitious ideas. Rome, as they say, wasn't built in a day and neither will your business, neither will your book be written in a day, neither will your dream event that you want to host or in my case, my book club. It's not going to be built in a day. And self-doubt is natural. For high achievers especially, self-doubt and self-criticism are a natural part of the process. But beyond that, Remember that there are people who are earnestly waiting for your program, for your book, for your event as the answer and answer to prayers that they've been offering up about their marriages, about their businesses, about their families, about their health. So please stop letting self-doubt deprive them of the impact that you will have on their lives not just for this generation, but for many generations to come. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you found these steps useful. If you did, please be sure to send it to a friend and let us inspire each other to live out our big dreams and chase our ambitious ideas. Until next time, take care and remember that I'm here always fiercely advocating for your success and your happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yuan Di, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.